Welcome to our podcast, It's About Payroll. We're your hosts, Brian Escobar and Walter William Duncan III. Whether you're new to the payroll game or a seasoned veteran, we have something for you. Let's get into it. Here we go. Today we're going to cover an overview of the pay stub. The whole series is about the pay stub, so we're going to drill in to each individual topic in its own episode because it deserves it, right? It, yeah. There are a lot of things here. I was just prepping for this episode, and I'm like, wait, there's this and that, and I'm going to remind myself this is just an overview. It's an overview of your pay stub from the employee's perspective. Before we get too deep, good morning, sir. How you doing? And how you been, Walt? Hey, I'm great, man. I'm loving life. Love that we're able to do this podcast. Extremely grateful. Yeah, I can't complain today, man. How about you? I'm good, man. Likewise, same deal, man. I'm uh, gotta remind myself and all the chaos of the family that we're blessed, man. And we're really blessed, and yes. it's just family stuff. Crazy. It's always something. It's always it's something. life, man. It's life. Yep. So get us started, bro. How? What is a pay stuff? <laughs> okay, so. A pay stub is also known as a paycheck stub or pay slip. The pay stub is traditionally a paper or digital document issued by an employer to pay an employee for their services rendered. From the employee aspect of it, it's basically showing them how much they got paid for the hours that they worked or the time that they worked. And that's pretty much what it is for the employee aspect. And one of the first sections we're going to go through is as an employee, where can you find your pay stub? That's a good question. And yeah. it all depends on where you are in the country. And that's the biggest thing I want to call out on the paste of episode on this subject and in, in general is that it really is going to all come down to what state you're in. Um, as far as what you can expect on your pay stub or even having access to a pay stub, the format you get that pay stub in what was saying, where can I find my pay stub? So the answer is really it depends on what state you're in, but in this day and age, most of companies have some digital delivery system of your pay stub, or they're actually providing you with an envelope that looks like a cancel check. And it usually says, this is not a check and it breaks down it. That's your pay stub. Yeah. Now where we're getting fancy is some states allow you to go hundred percent digital. Other states require the employees to sign off on digital. So mm. very interesting state by state, right? That's so that's so as an employee, you really have to look at where you are in your where you are in the country and look at their state rules for for pay stubs because there are some states that have no requirements, meaning they don't have to give you a pay stub. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But it just, it's such like a it's like an outdated law. Because this day and age, most companies, they're going to give you a pay stub. They're required. See, and that's where the FLSA kind of dictates it says, hey, you don't have to give them a pay stub. But the requirement for the employer is to record their hours and their rate. And so it's it's almost doesn't make sense not to give it to them because the employer is required to do it to make sure they record the transaction. So why not give it to your employee? Yeah, yeah. But at us as employees, we have to know because if we get into something 
that gets a little gray at your job, you got to know. So you something weird is happening and you feel like something is off on your pay stub, understand where you are first in the country and what those states' rules are before you make any type of claim. You want to be empowered with that information first. Sorry. Yeah, those, those are good nuggets, man, for the employee because nobody, no, as an employee, we've even though we process payroll, we're still employees ourselves. Yep. And it's something that a lot of these things that we know are learned through experience and stuff. And we we just happen to look at our own stubs so much. And I know I've known payroll pe- professionals that that process payroll, but they don't really look at their own pay. Yep. Yep. And, and that's the problem. Still, is, hey, yeah, I may do this even as a job. But I still may not have, I still may have that unction as a payroll professional to look at my own stuff. And I think that's the issue is that, that people just, they're like, hey, I get paid. I'm salaried. I get paid as long as my money is there. I don't know. Yeah. But even the salary folks, because they're, they're, I think you're right. Those folks tend to not look at the stub a lot unless it comes to the end of the year and then yeah. they're like then they realize that little dollar 50 that they weren't paying attention to added up to something and they're like oh wait a minute i didn't elect that but now they need a refund because you haven't looked at your stub all year as payroll professionals i tell folks hey the onus is on you to look at this as a consumer as an employee the onus is on us, guys. This is our pay stuff. This is a record of our money. You have to be on top of it. And there's no excuse like for overlooking things, you know, yeah. watch yeah. your money. So to circle back to where you, to what you asked, where can we find our stub? We should mm-hmm. be able to find it on our company portal. There should be some electronic access to our stubs and, mm-hmm. and, or they should be providing a paper stub for us. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. If I'm a 1099 employee or 1099 person, should I get a stub too? So that one, that works a little differently. That's usually invoice based. Okay. Awesome, man. That's great information. Great information. So I guess this next question, does the employer have to provide a stub? And so does the employer have to provide a pay stub is the question. And no, a State by state, they have some states that require it and some states that don't. But again, if Mm -hmm. you're on the federal level, we're required as a company to record the transaction. So it's like the outdated law. It's like, Mm -hmm. if I have to record this transaction, then I may as well issue a pay stub to my employee. But you'd be surprised there are still states that have no pay stub requirements, period. Yeah, yeah. They're, you they're know still, what I mean? Yeah, I, I I agree with that because I know some people that work for companies now to this day and they don't get a stub. They just, they hand them a, they cut them a check or they give them cash. And that's really? They yes. Oh, wow. Then they, yeah, if you're one of those employees, you need to watch the state you're in. You need to check that state. There is a list and it is 20, wow, 26 states that, Oh, no, I'm sorry. 26 states that do require it, states without a pay stub law. There are nine, nine states with no pay stub law. And some of them are the same states that don't have income taxes. So basically, it's like you said, it depends on the state. You got to know your research. There's information out here. Even this link that you have on our notes, it gives out so much information. Like, yes, there's one state that requires employees to opt in to electronic pay stubs. There's so many other things that, so many other things that employees, like you were saying, they need to educate themselves on and empower themselves with 
to know their state rules and laws. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And again, if we're being employee centric and if this isn't mm-hmm. the coming from the consumer view, you and that really means you need to know what your state laws are before you make a claim. Hey, is my yeah. rate wrong? I didn't work that many hours. There's something weird looking out on my check. Who do you go to and what do you say? So before yeah. you can do that, just research the laws before just again to arm yourself with information before you make any type of claim yeah yeah the next one is what information should my pay stub show yes can you run through a little bit of those things well yeah so it should show your pay rate it should show your pay period your hours worked your own earn codes deduction codes pto it can be shown but it's required some companies do that as a uh, benefit to their employees yep. but it's not required you know what i'm saying it, it depends this again it depends on the state you're in because yeah. if you're in a state that doesn't require a pay stub they also are not going to be mandated to show certain things on the stub if they do give you one. Your Their stub may be simple. Your rate times your hours, there's your gross pay and your net pay or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basic information you need to know, and then that's it. Whereas yeah. some states require pay period, the legal name of the entity that you work for, your ID number, your address, your legal name, what your pay rate is, the hours that you worked. Yeah, the codes that you use, right? Yeah. So some states require all of these things, the PTO balance that you have, because they have really good advocates in those states, meaning the governing agencies are advocating for them. And they're saying, no, our people need to see this. You yeah. must provide it. So, you know, it, it comes down to, again, it depends on your state. But if you're getting a pay stub, these are the things you want to see is your yeah. pay rate, your pay period. Because that could be argued. So you want to make sure that's in writing somewhere. Your Mm -hmm. hours worked. Let me ask you. I'm just going to interject in here. No, of course. Should the employer have responsibility in it to educate the employee or the consumer as well? You get what I'm saying? About their pay stub? About their pay stub. Hey, these are what your earn curves need. These are what your deduction code. Because like the employee could be like their own specific earn codes, yeah. it may be different than what this I, other place would be, not the yep. same. So I just wanted to put that you, in. That's a good question. I think, I think that's why this is a really good subject to cover because some things are overlooked mm-hmm. and they should provide some training, like some reference material usually yeah. happens when they get the code, they'll get something new payment and then the employees, Hey, what is this? Oh, that's, they explain what it is. Oh yeah. Great. I, I remember that now, but to your point, it should be in a training somewhere for them. And I think that's uh-huh. an opportunity that employers don't take advantage of. They don't show those basics to their employees as they should. Yeah. But hey, again, that's why we're doing this because this is yeah. hopefully these employees could reach out and listen to the show and say, oh, now I understand my pay stub. You know what yep. I mean? Here's a good one. In- information employees need. What can your pay stub be used for? What value does it have to you? Just up for loans, like car loans and our personal loans. Most of the times when you say that you're employed, they want those stubs to verify, okay, hey. So verification reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Employment verifications, housing, if you're trying to buy a house or you want an apartment. Or even an apartment sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I read that some employers, like potential employers will want stubs from your prior career stops before considering you for employment. And I, I think, I don't think the practice is as common 
But yeah, mm. I remember that being the case in the past. I'm old enough to have been through that where I had to give stubs and W-2s. I think it's just more for verification. It mm. all comes down to verification and those stubs are very helpful in that in that manner. Yeah, there is a value and it doesn't become valuable to you until you need it. So now you now you're so excited you get your first apartment and your first house or whatever and boom, oh my gosh, hey, I need 3 months of stubs. What? I don't even, mm-hmm. oh my God, I throw them away. I put them in the shredder. Oh yeah. my goodness. What do you mean yeah. you need three months of pay stubs? And again, what's really great is that most systems these days have a digital access portal, online digital solution. So you can get on and go get them. But as a thing to remember, you should always save your stubs, create a digital backup of your pay stubs. So yes, you have it on your provider and you can log into a portal and pull them from there when you need it. But what happens when you lose access to that portal or you forgot your username and password, which many do after your termination, they don't realize that you still have access to that. So some systems will still give you access to your information, even if you're terminated which is great, and that's a great, but they don't have to do that. As we can see, the laws vary. The answer is maybe to most of these questions. And Mm. to make sure that you have your information, you need to, like, quarterly. I'm not saying you have to be obsessive with it, but, you know, it's maybe either it's by check date. Every time you go get paid, it should Mm. be, like, a good practice to go pull your pay stub down, look at it, and save it somewhere else safe locally like on a hard drive or if you have it secured somewhere very secured gotcha somewhere very secure because again your identity can be stolen from a pay stub that's all a hacker needs to get close if not all the way to your information right yeah yeah and now this could also be a separate episode but it ties in always your pay stub then your W-2 at the end of the year are usually on the same portal in the same places and get into the habit of saving your W-2 as well. But that document is definitely something that someone can steal your identity from. Your W-2, right, has your social security number on it. It has your address on it and has dollar amounts on it. And so be careful with these documents. You should be securing them yourselves and creating an archive of your own, you have your pay stubs. Because again, when you go to get that house or when you go to get your first car or when you go to get that next job or whatever it might be and they require these things, you're scrambling for it. And then now you're like hunting your payroll company or your payroll provider or payroll people down from other companies. And I can tell you (laughs) as at being on the other side of that, there's not a lot of urgency in helping terminated employees that still have access to their pay stub. All they have to do is reset their password and yep. go back, log back in and go get those stuff. So there's not a lot of urgency in things for prior companies that you're gone now and you're asking for something that you can solve on your own. Yep. You, it's hit or miss if you got a person there that's going to help you get back, get that access back in or even one better, pr- actually provide you with those copies. Again, something one of the things to remember is keep digital copies backed up on your personal on some personal solution. However, you keep all your other stuff backed up and saved Mm -hmm. digitally. You add your 
pay stubs to that in a secure manner. Those they have to be secured. Roger that. Thank you for that information. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. What are the other things that we need to remember? Other things that we need to remember is understand your access to your online copies. Like you were saying, always keep things secure. So like, you just don't want to like leave your phone unlocked and have your pay information there. Yeah. That's a good one. Something that someone told me is that as a consumer, like you shouldn't go. And I know it's a habit because, you know, sometimes you talk to your peers at work. But I was told by a manager, if you have a problem with your pay, you address it with the necessary parties. Yes. You just don't go to everybody and say, oh my God, they messed up my pay. That's right. Or this. So that's what I, something that I was instructed to do as a consumer or employee. That No, that's a really good piece of advice. That's pretty much it, folks. We're going to yeah. give you a lot of gems across this series about your stub because there's way more out there than I thought, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because we kind of researched this, we were like, what in the world? Yeah, There's so many things we overlook as the professional that the consumer needs to know and be aware of. And the consumer being us, anybody that gets a pay stub. Yeah. What's going on? Did we miss anything? No, I think we're good. I think we got a good start off to season three. Awesome. Awesome. The next show is exciting. We're probably going to have a guest. So look out for the next one. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be on earnings. Yes, exactly. All right. Cool, man. Thanks for today. Thanks for this morning, sir. I appreciate you. Likewise. Thank you. I appreciate you too, man. And we appreciate you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of our podcast. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. And we hope that the information that we'll share with you will impact you as a payroll professional. Until next time, keep learning keep growing, and most importantly, keep going.